0: You're listening to a message from LifeWay Church. For more information about our church and our ministries, please visit www.lifeway.church. Now, please enjoy this message from our pastor, Bruce Rhodes. Amen. Amen. And so, a couple of days ago, I was picking up a couple of things from Sam's. And I was on my way there and I had in my mind, I'm, you know, I'm going to be cautious because they're telling us to do this and this and social distancing, by the way, is going to probably be the word of the year this year, social distancing. And so um, we are using wisdom and we're using our faith and I'm just going along as I get to Sam's and I, I think I even took a, a a wipe with me to the door and got my buggy and wiped the handle and I'm going, making my way. But as I'm making my way in, I'm seeing everybody coming out with these buggies full of toilet paper. Everybody say toilet paper. Toilet paper. I mean, boxes. You go to Sam's, you get 48 rolls of toilet paper. And so there are... Uh, jam their buggies full of toilet paper and some of them have two boxes full of this toilet paper and I'm thinking in my mind, oh, I get to, I get to oh, what are they doing? And, uh, and, and, you know, there's a lot of people, it's kind of like Thanksgiving and Christmas and, I, and the more people I pass and the more people that pass me that have the toilet paper, I grab my buggy and I start headed for the back. I'm heading for the back where I know that the toilet paper is. And as I get back there, I see people, more and more people leaving this certain area where all the toilet paper is. And everybody, I'm telling you, everybody has a box of toilet paper in their buggy. And so I'm I'm rushing back there now. I mean, as I'm heading back there, I was walking kind of slow, but I could find, felt, felt myself, I caught myself almost running back there. And as I get back there... I, I, I was relieved to see that there was more toilet paper there. And as I, you know, people are run, almost running for the toilet paper. So I grabbed up two boxes and I'm looking around like somebody might mug me over my two boxes of toilet paper. And I put them in the buggy and I'm standing there. And then I snapped a picture. They're going to show you a picture of where, where I was. I was standing there with my buggy with this boxes of toilet paper in there they're going to put the picture up there they're going to show you the picture and as I'm standing there with this buggy of toilet paper I caught myself and I said what am I doing? and I laughed out loud LOL people around me and I said what am I doing? I don't even need any toilet paper And it was a crazy moment. So I had to take a picture and I'm like, really? I just, I'm just getting two boxes of toilet paper and I don't even need any toilet paper. I have toilet paper at home. What am I doing? Guys, this is, this is like suggestive buying here. And I kept those two boxes of toilet paper in my, in my buggy. And everybody's looking at me, and, and you don't dare leave your buggy because somebody might take your two boxes of toilet paper that you haven't even bought yet. So I did my other shopping. I got a couple more things, and then I'm leaving, and I get up to the cash register, and they told me, oh, you can only buy one of those boxes of toilet paper. So I had to leave another box, but I did buy one box. But the whole thing is I had to catch myself, and I'm asking, why am I buying this toilet paper? So you can actually go online to howmuchtoiletpaper.com, and there's a calculator out there, and you can plug in your numbers, how many people live in your household, how many sheets you use, how many times you use it a day, and it tells you how many rolls you're going to need for uh, this quarantine piece, right? For as long as we're in quarantine, how many rolls? Well, I did the calculator and I've got 76 days worth of toilet paper. So that's pretty good. But the whole point of this is how many of us are dealing with fear and not even realizing why we're dealing with fear or how we got into this mess where we're fighting over toilet paper because fear is contagious. Fear will sweep you up. Before you realize it. The first point of the message this morning is we're in a storm of fear. We're, there's a storm called fear. Uh, Jesus said in John 16, 33. He said, these things that I've spoken to you. The things that he had just spoken. He said, these things that I've spoken to you. And I, I really take that to believe. Or I take that to mean that everything that he's spoken to us. <laughs> Is that in me you will have peace because the Prince of Peace always brings peace whenever he speaks. So the words that come from the Prince of Peace contain peace in them. And when he speaks them, we receive peace. So he said, the things that I've spoken to you bring peace so that you will have peace, so that you will have peace. And then he says, in the world you will have tribulation are troubles. In the world, you're going to have troubles. You're going to have anxiety, which leads to fear. And fear and anxiety travel together. And tribulations and troubles and fear and anxiety, they all travel together. And Jesus said, we're going to have this. We're going to experience this. But then he said, be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. So here's what I get out of this. Jesus doesn't want us to deny that there's fear. He doesn't want us to stick our head in the sand and pretend like there's no fear. We all deal with fear. I dealt with fear when I was pushing that buggy, almost running to grab my box of toilet paper. But Jesus said, even though you're you're experiencing the tribulation in the world, be of good cheer, have peace. Because I've overcome the world. So if Jesus can overcome the world, guess what? We can too. Because we're in him, and guess what? He's in us. Say that right there where you are. I'm in Christ, and Christ is in me. So that qualifies us to overcome the world. That qualifies us to overcome fear. That qualifies us to be... Filled with faith and fearless. That's the title of the message today. Faith filled and fearless. The fear behind this virus is more deadly than the virus. And listen, the devil is not going to stop with the coronavirus. He's going to use the stock market. He's telling people that uh, you're going to lose your job. You're going to lose all your money. You're going to get sick with this virus and die. And then he's telling people if they're from China, that they're the one that, that caused this thing and it's their fault. Listen, racism, all of this stuff is rampant today. Strife and confusion and hatred and lies. Fear. All of this comes from the father of lies. The devil is behind all of this fear, and fear is always based on a lie. I became afraid because I was thinking, by the time I get to the back of the store, they're not going to have any toilet paper. And guess what? I didn't even need toilet paper, and I'm buying things that I didn't even need. That's wrong. Guys, if you're hoarding, we need to drop to our knees and repent right now. It's, it's not good. We've got to trust God. We've got to trust God. We've got to realize that fear is coming at us as a storm. Jesus never said ignore the fear and pretend like it doesn't exist. He always said fear not, fear not, fear not. He told us what to do in the middle of the fear. Fear can, always, can also be masked as anxiety. People say, well, I'm just, I just have anxiety issues. Well, that's being afraid, right? Or I just have panic attacks. That's being afraid. Or I I just naturally worried. It's 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 in my genes. My mother did it. My grandmother did it, and her grandma. That's it's it's not good. It's not good to be afraid. It's not good to worry. It's not good to be have a phobia. Guys, it's not just thoughts. It's not just a feeling. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. We cannot overcome this fear unless we practice scenarios first. You know, when you sign up for the military, they put you in boot camp and they, they take you through different scenarios. You're going to be here and you're going to be there and you need to be able to do this and do that without even thinking. Because they're teaching you how to combat fear are what you see at the moment with what you know to do at the moment, with what you're commanded to do, right? And so the minute that the thought of fear comes, we have to make a choice. We have to make a choice. Point number two in this message is that faith is a gift from God to us. The faith of God is a gift from him to us. First, Second uh, Timothy chapter one and verse seven, in the New King James Version, says, "For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but He has given us power, love, and a sound mind." We could say that God hadn't given us a spirit of fear, but He gave us a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Right? So ask yourself this question. What has God not given you? He's not given you fear. So what has God given you? A spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Right? We've got to see where the fear comes so that we can reject it. The fear is not a gift from God. It's a gift from the enemy. And we can refuse it. We can reject it. We can write on it, return to sender, and send it back. We have to overcome fear with faith. We must overcome fear with faith. Something that's given is a gift. And what do you do with a gift? You have to receive it. You have to open it. And then you have to use it. Otherwise, it doesn't benefit you. Right? And so if we see from the scripture that God has has given us a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a a spirit of sound mind, if His spirit is a spirit of power, love, and the sound mind, and there's faith mixed in with all of that, then we have to unwrap it, we have to open it, and we have to use it. Faith is powerful. And every time that you use your faith, You're connecting to his power and you're able to overcome fear. Let me say that again. Faith is powerful. And every time that you use your faith, you're connecting with God and you're overcoming fear at the very same time. And sometimes we have to practice this every minute, every hour, every day. We go back to, okay, God's not giving me a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. God's not giving me a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And this gift that God has given me is not just for mature Christians. This is a gift for every Christian. The Bible says that God has given to every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, the measure of faith. He's given to us faith. He's given it to us. It's a gift from Him. It's not just for the mature people. Faith works in a child. Jesus even pointed that out, that the faith of the child, and you can prove this out if you have children, just tell them that this coming Friday you're going to give them something special, a present, and watch the expectation grow, and they will expect you to fulfill your word. Their faith grows, so child, children have faith. God has given faith to us as a child. It doesn't require that you're mature, and you have to be, you know walking with the Lord and living for God for 20 years to to use your faith. You don't have to be super spiritual. Some people think, well, I don't hear God's voice and I don't pray five hours a day and I don't study the Bible at a college level. I don't have a Theological degree, that doesn't matter. God has given you faith. And he wants you to use your faith today against the fear, the storm of fear that's coming against you. Yeah. That's right. You don't have to be one of those Bible heroes either. Like Moses, like Abraham. Like, like Esther or Mary. You don't have to be a Bible hero to use the faith of God. He's given it to you as a gift. It's for people, faith is for people that are facing a challenge. Are you facing a challenge? We're facing a challenge. We're in a time where everybody's facing this same challenge. It's an invisible enemy is what our government is calling it. An invisible enemy. It's time to use wisdom, but it's also time to use faith. It's time to use our faith. So Jesus said that if you had faith, You would say to this mountain, and Jesus was identifying that mountain as something being big enough to stand in your way. He was saying, you would say to this mountain, be picked up and removed and thrown into the sea. So Jesus showed us how to use our faith when he gave us that illustration. We would say because we believed that God would operate in our behalf. Faith is God is believing and trusting that God will operate in our behalf. Right? It's our agreement with his power. We agree with his power. It's not our power. He gave it to us as a gift. Every time we use it, we give him glory. We, we give him honor. We give him respect when we use the gifts that he's given us. And that gift of faith works every time. In fact, in Jesus, when he was in the boat and uh, he said, Hey, guys, we're on, the, we're on the Sea of Galilee here and we're going to go to the other side. Let's go to the other side. They got in the boat. The storms came, like the storm that we're experiencing now, this storm on the earth. The storm came. The winds were beating and the waves were crashing and Jesus was in the back of the boat sleeping. And his disciples kind of got mad at him. They, they held off for a while, but they went back and woke him up and said, Master, don't you care that we're going to die? We're going to perish here. Like, do something quick. Jesus woke up, and the Bible says that he rebuked the wind, he rebuked the rain, the, the, the seas. He said, peace be still. And so his disciples said, well, like, who is this that calms the seas and tells everything to shut down and shut up? And he turned to them and said, where's your faith? Where's your faith? Where's your faith? I believe God is saying to us today, Where's your faith? Where's your faith? He gave it to us as a gift. We have to unwrap it, we have to open it up, and we have to use it. It's a big gift. It's a powerful gift because it came from Him, and He's all powerful, He's all good. And he gave us a good gift to use during this time. We've got to get our faith out. We've got to get up on our faith. Faith is not like a lightsaber. It's not something magical. It's not something imaginary. It's real. It's tangible. It's powerful. It's practical. It's for every day. It's a weapon that God has given us to operate over all the power of the enemy. He's given us his faith to operate over all the power of the enemy. We use our faith like a shield and a sword. Listen, do not go out of your house without your faith, without your sword, without, without your shield and your sword. The shield. You read about in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10, putting on the full armor of God. We lift up our shield of faith with quen- which, which quenches every fiery dart. And we take the word of God, the word of God in our hand, in our mouth to quench and to kill and to beat back the enemy. That fear that comes on us that tries to overtake us, that tries to paralyze us, that tries to stop us. We have to rise up in faith in this day and in this hour. We have to decide to use it. That's my third point. We have to decide to use it. Here's how we choose to use our faith today. One of my favorite verses. This is very practical, guys. This is not... It's not difficult, It's not easy, but it's not difficult, if you can understand what I'm saying. Romans 12, verses 1 and 2. Romans 12, verses 1 and 2, in the New International Version, says this. Therefore, I urge you. One version says, I'm begging you. I'm begging you by the mercies of God. I'm urging you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy. That We need this more than ever before right now in the day that we're living in. To offer your bodies a living sacrifice. Offer your body, your spirit, your soul, and your body. Offer it to God, a living sacrifice. Every day when you wake up, this is my gift to you, God. I give myself to you, my life to you. I give this day to you. Thank you for putting the breath in my lungs to breathe. Thank you for creating this body. You knit me together in my mother's womb and... I offer myself back to you today. It takes faith to do that. You have to be intentional about doing that. That's a daily thing that we need to do. Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. But this is our true and proper worship. This is our act of worship that we do every day. We worship God doing this. God, I give you myself. Listen, it doesn't, have to take, it doesn't have to take an hour, but you can have the most powerful five minutes of prayer when you do this. Lord, I surrender. I get on my knees and I'm giving myself to you. My mind, my heart, my body, everything about me. I give myself to you, Lord, as an offering, an act of worship I'm exercising my faith. I'm choosing my faith. I'm being armed and equipped with a shield and a sword to go against the enemy, to go against this fear that's coming against me. I give myself to you so that I will not, here's verse 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world. Do not conform to the fear of this world. Do not allow the storm of fear to overtake you. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renew your mind with the word of God. Be transformed. Allow God to transform your thinking so that you're not caught up in the storm of fear and running with your buggy to the back of Sam's to grab all the toilet paper and beat the guy that's trying to steal it from you. Sounds crazy, but listen, the the times we're in are crazy. We've got to have crazy faith. We've got to have real faith, big faith, strong faith, bold faith. This is what we need for such a time as this. Yes. Good. Big faith. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. How are we not going to conform to the fear of this world? By renewing our mind, by offering our body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. And then and only then, we're, ab- we're only able to prove the will of God, the good and perfect and acceptable will of God. If we offer ourselves a living sacrifice... If we take that gift of faith, if we unwrap that and we begin to use it, we begin to use faith. Listen, not conforming to the fear of this world requires faith. You have to use your faith to not live in fear. Every time we choose to trust God in the face of fear, we break the stronghold of the enemy. <laughs> Let me say that one more time. Come on. So you can get it. Every time that we choose to trust God, in the face of fear, we break free from the stronghold of the enemy. Because faith frees and fear binds. Faith frees you and fear binds you. I'm going to leave you with one scripture. 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4. 1 John 5 4. It says this, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. We're talking about overcoming faith, overcoming fear, fear faith over fear, faith over fear, faith over fear. Get up on your faith and, and punch fear in the face. Overcome the fear. This is the victory. Everybody say, I have the victory. Have the victory. And it's in me. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even, even our faith. So this scripture insinuates, it says, what insinuates means it says without saying, it insinuates that God wants us to have the victory because he's he's given us the faith. God wants us to have the victory because he's already given us the faith. God wants us to have the victory because he's already given us the faith. It insinuates that we win. He created us to win. We're more than conquerors. He created us to win. We're more than conquerors. He's given us the faith and he insinuates that he has given us the victory through our faith, through who we are in Christ and who Christ is in us. This is the victory that we have, overcoming the world, overcoming fear, because we have faith. Amen. And so you win, you win, and all you win, you win through faith because he's already given it to us and you're a child of God. If you're not, if you're not a child of God, you can become a child of God right now, right now, you can receive Jesus. If you're watching and, and, and you need Jesus wherever you are. You don't have to get on your knees. If you're sitting there on the sofa, if you're in your car watching this or whatever, just close your eyes. You can open your eyes. There's no pattern. There's no formula. All you do is say, number one, I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And number two, I'm choosing today to give my life to Him. To follow him, to serve him, and to love him all the days of my life. If that's you and you're deciding that to do that today, we want to hear from you. We want you to let us know. We want you to communicate with us and let us know. Just put it there in the comments or send us, send us a private email. Guys, you, it doesn't have to be out there where everybody sees. Listen. Faith is sacred and faith is personal. And that relationship between you and God is personal. Connect with Him right now. Father, we thank you that people right now are saying yes to Jesus. People are following Jesus. People are choosing Jesus right now. Father, I believe that people are coming into the family of God, being born into the kingdom of God. We thank you, Lord, that people are saying yes to Jesus. Yes to Jesus. Yes to Jesus. Father, I thank you that you're filling us with your faith right now. I want you to do something. Just put your hands out in front of you. Just say, Lord, I receive this gift of faith. It's bold and it's strong and it's sufficient. Thank you, Father. We have faith over fear We decide tomorrow morning, we decide, Lord, to wake up, to put our armor on, to declare our victory. We thank you, Father, that you have equipped us with all that we need to stand against any disease, any pestilence, any thoughts, any fear, any destruction. We thank you, Father. That you believe in us. And Father, we're here to tell you we believe in you. We belong to you. We give you everything. We serve you with all of our heart. We love you. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Let us know that this minister to you. Give us some feedback. Again, we're not, we're not putting on a production. We're here to connect with you. We want to connect with you. This is why we're putting the videos out there. This is why we're putting the, the emails and the text and everything we're doing. And Lifeway family members, I, I kind of halfway apologize for bombarding your text messages and your email boxes. But right now, we, we're in a period where we really need to communicate with you. We need you, we need you to communicate back with us. Let's, let's do this thing together. Let's do this thing together. Over, we are overcomers, but we're doing life together. Life is better together. You know, I'm reminded of the guy that was in the airplane. And the terrorists were flying, flying down, right, to destroy the airplane. And he said, let's do this. I mean, that's been a phrase. Let's do this. Guys, it's a time to say, let's do this. We're in this together. We're united. United we stand. In Christ we stand. Father, I'm going to pray one, one last prayer. And I thank you for blessing every person that has participated in this service those that have sang today, those that are in production room streaming this out, those that have been watching, Father, I thank you that we're covered by the blood, that you speak a a word of faith to us, Lord, that you encourage us and send us out, send us to our neighbors, send us to our family and relatives with a strong, loving, compassionate word of faith, that we take faith everywhere we go, And in everything that we do, thank you for giving us wisdom to walk in wisdom. Lead us by your Spirit and show us where to go, what to do. And if you want us to not go somewhere or stay somewhere, thank you for making it all right. Thank you, Lord, for letting us know, leading us, and guiding us in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you. God bless you. Have an awesome, awesome day. Thanks for listening to the Lifeway Church Podcast. If you'd like to join us in reaching others by partnering with us today, you can give online by visiting us on our website at lifeway.church forward slash give. Thanks for listening to the Lifeway Church Podcast. And remember to subscribe to enjoy more messages like this.